ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار وانما تعدون لات وما انتم بمعجزين الله اسمه we praise we praise him and we thank him we seek refuge in him from the evil of our own souls and the evil of our actions whomsoever he guides none can misguide him whomsoever he leads astray none can guide him true and i bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship but god almighty alone and that muhammad peace be upon him is his slave and messenger oh you who believe be mindful of allah as he should be mindful do not die except as muslims oh mankind be mindful of your lord who created you from one soul and from that soul it makes from those two spread many men and many women be mindful of the wounds that bore you and be mindful of those that you ask your rights from for indeed allah has ever watched over you oh you will believe be mindful of allah and speak the truth he will guide you to righteous deeds and forgive you of your sins and whosoever obeys allah and the messenger has achieved the greatest achievement the best of speech is God's speech and the best of guidance is Muhammad's guidance and the worst of affairs are those newly introduced and everything newly introduced in faith is an innovation and every innovation goes astray and everything which goes astray leads to hellfire and that which has been promised will come to pass and there's nothing that can be done to prevent it the prophet ali sallallahu alayhi when someone says the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam whether it is in the khutbah or out of the khutbah you still have to say sallallahu alayhi wasallam those things that the imam says which are part of the adhkar from dhikrillah wasa'u ila dhikrillahi wa dhikr take fast speak to the remembrance of Allah and leave off sales are allowed during jumu'ah we don't talk we don't play on our cell phones we don't make icon we don't uh, you know, talk, talk to anyone else but if someone says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam you hear the name of the prophet alayhi sallallahu sallam you say subhanallah that's fine in the khutbah so the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was once sitting amongst his companions and he said to them min ya'qud anni ha'ulai al-kalimat fa'a'malu bihinna aw yu'allimuha liman ya'malu bihinna This hadith is narrated in Sunan al-Tirmidhi وَإِسْنَانُ وَحَسَنًا بِشَوَاهِنِي إِنْشَاءَ اللَّهِ This is narrated in the Sunan al-Tirmidhi and it has an acceptable chain of narration that the Prophet ﷺ said while he was sitting with his companions who will take from me these words and act accordingly or teach them as someone who will act by them So Abu Hurairah he said أَنَا يَعْصِرُ اللَّهِ أَبُهُ رَيْرَةً being the diligent young man that he was to learn said I will the Messenger of Allah so the Prophet ﷺ then told him اِتَّقِ الْمَحَارِمْ تَكُنْ أَعْبَدُ النَّاسِ be mindful of those things Allah has forbidden you will be the most worshipful of people اِرْضَوْا بِمَا فَسْمَ اللَّهُ لَكَ تَكُنْ أَعْبَدُ النَّاسِ Be pleased with what Allah has given you, has distributed to you in this life. And you will be the richest 
of people. And be good to your neighbor, and you will be a believer. And love for others, but you love for yourself, and you will be a Muslim, one who submits. He said, and do not laugh too much, because too much laughter kills the heart. Notice that the Prophet ﷺ, the very first thing that he says in this hadith, Beware of those things which Allah has forbidden, you will be the most worshipful of people. A lot of times, and the last time I believe we spoke, we talked about the concept of ibadah. And that the concept of ibadah comes from the idea that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has used the indications of the Arabic language in a way that evokes the emotions that we should understand and we should embody while worshiping. Be mindful of those things Allah has forbidden. You will be the most worshipful of people. What's the correlation between what He prohibited and being the most worshipful of people? Remember we said that the very first instance of this word that's used in the Quran is what? You alone we worship and you alone we seek help from. And each and every one of us, at a minimum, should be reciting this dua, this supplication, which is part of our prayer, at least 17 times a day. In each rakah that we pray. If not more. You alone, iyaka, not. You alone, we worship. In the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the very first command, which he gives in the Quran, chronologically that is, he says, Ya Yohannas, Rabbudu Rabbaku, O mankind, worship your Lord. So, what is the correlation between the Prophet telling us? Be mindful of those things that Allah has forbidden, and you will be the most worshipful of people. Remember that we said, Urbut, Na'bud. All of these root words go back to the three trilateral roots. Ain, the, that. Which we usually translate as subservient, or worshipful, or slave. But there's a meaning to this core term that's supposed to evoke some emotional response from us when we worship Allah. When we intend to do anything for the sake of Allah. There are two main meanings for this word. This is the first meaning. Humility and subjugation. Humility and subjugation. Meaning that in order for us to truly be an abd, to truly be a slave of Allah, then we have to humiliate ourselves. We have to humble ourselves. 
we have to subjugate ourselves and make ourselves subservient to the commands of Allah. And this is not a popular, popular thing to say. Some people say, why do you use the word slave, brother? Because we are slaves to Allah. We are slaves to Allah when others have freed themselves of Him. And we are free in this life when others have enslaved themselves to this life. So the true freedom for us comes in our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His commands. Because our concept of life is much broader than just this material world. It starts from when Allah created us in the backs of our father, at the back of our father, father Adam, until the day that He decides which of the two abodes we will end up in. So as vulnerable subservience and humility, this is the emotion that we have when we are mindful of those things that Allah has forbidden. Beware of those things that Allah has forbidden. You will be the most humble, the most subservient. Why? Because there's a principle in the Sharia that says, Push is easier than pull. What does that mean? It's easier to stop yourself from doing bad than it is to do a whole bunch of good. Every year, Ramadan rolls around, and we all get excited, and we all say we're going to go for 20 rakah, and then we become from Jamaat then we say, oh, eight is okay. And so the is okay. And we say, weekends are okay. Why? Because we're trying to rush into the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Want to be a worshipful person? Your worship is not only in what you do, it's also in what you do not do. It's also in holding back your bad desires. It's in preventing yourself from harming others. It's in regulating your own soul and thereby regulating your own actions. Permissible is clear. Haram and permissible is clear. Between these two are ambiguous matters that not many people know. I mean, some people know them. So whoever holds himself back, prevents himself from ambiguous matters, then he has protected his faith and his heart. Which means that sometimes the issue is not whether brother is a halal or not. Well, if it's not halal, then, then I'm going to do it. That's not the question here. The question is, what is more befitting for me? What's going to put me on the fast track to being worshipful of Allah? To being subservient to Allah's commands? To be in line with the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So it is those things that we do, as well as those things that we do not do. Those things that we do, the very basics that regulate our behavior. A lot of people think, and I can tell you this from speaking to people in open houses, and 
private settings about Islam, people who are not Muslims, speaking to them about Islam. It is almost baffling to them that Islam is so simple. You mean, I just worship God, and whoever this guy Muhammad is, I say, sure, he's a prophet. And then I do these five things, and one of them I only have to do if I have money, and another I only have to do once in a lifetime? Bro, religion is supposed to, not supposed to be that easy. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to have to recalculate this, have to give it some thought. True stories. People have actually said that to me. Can't be that easy. And then they learn that it is. But we sometimes, as believers, forget that message. And we make it complicated for ourselves. When in reality, all we have to do is refrain from certain things. And we will be worshipful to Allah. Engage in certain things and we will maintain that level of worship or go even higher. You alone, we humble ourselves to. We subjugate ourselves to. We worship. And you alone, we seek your assistance from. Things that we refrain from, things that we seek after. In the Hadith Qudsi, the Prophet said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, the Hadith Qudsi is a special Hadith which records for us the private conversation of Allah with the Prophet It's not in the Quran. ما يتقرب إلي عبدي شيء أحب إلي مما افترضته عليه. My slave will never come closer to me with anything better than that which I have obligated him to do. ولا يزال يتقرب إلي حتى أحبه. And he never ceases to try to become closer to me until I love him. And when I love him, I become his eyes by which he sees, his ears by which he hears, his hand by which he grasps. His feet by which he walks. If he were to ask me for something, I would give him. And were he to seek refuge in me, I would give him refuge. Notice that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not saying that we become part and parcel one with Allah. No. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is separate from his creation. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that we become one with His will. We understand that by leaving off those things that He forbade, we are in a state of servitude to Him. And by doing those things that He wants, we are gaining proximity to Him. Which is why, when we make sajda, the Prophet said, The closest that a slave will be to his Lord is when he is in a state of prostration. Any of us who put our face on the ground is considered a submission. You want to wrestle, put somebody's face on the ground, it's humiliating, it's considered an act of submission. You wouldn't want that to happen. But we willfully do it five times a day, several times a day, 17 times a day at least, or even more than that, because we want to humble ourselves subjugate ourselves and change this heart of ours that has become too attached to the things around us. To become worshipful of Allah is not just to do a lot of things. To become worshipful of Allah is to allow those things that we don't do 
and allow those things that we do do to cut off connection from our heart to anyone other than Allah. So that our hearts are for Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, for Him glorifying Allah. So that nothing is connecting us to anything else that's around us. Nothing is done to please anyone but Him. Nothing is done for the sake or devoted to anyone but Him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to this problem of our hearts when He said, Have you seen the one who takes his own conceit as his God? And this is mentioned in two verses. Are you going to be some type of guardian over him? See somebody who's enthralled by their own conceit and their own desires, leads them to their own actions. Have you seen the one who takes his own conceit as his God and so Allah leads him astray while the person has knowledge? Why is it that when we come to our places of worship that these ideas of not doing what is haram and doing what is wajib, obligatory, or halal, permissible, we only concentrate on those big things and we forget, we forget the sanctity of our masjid, the sanctity of our Muslims. Al-Muslimu haram kullu, wa maluhu wa the Prophet said, The Muslim is sanctified in his entirety, his blood, his wealth, his honor. Ask yourself this why is it that sometimes when we come to our messages, we find people are more tense, more stressed, more engaged in looking for a fight when they're anywhere else? And that's because our concept of ibadah stopped at the door of the masjid. Instead of allowing walking through the doors of this musalla to cut off the connections from anything other than Allah to so our heart, when we walk through the door, we make our own conceits that which we worship. We think that we're cut off from the outside world. And somehow, we have the right to dictate what goes on in the masjid and what shouldn't go on and everything is my way or the highway. Everyone's looking for a fight. So we stand in line when we're at the grocery store. We don't stand in line when we're in a car line. Why is that? Let's not complain. We're not here to complain. We're here to ask deeper questions. Why do our actions change when we're together and when we're not? They change because of who our heart is connected to. So never allow yourself to be fooled that simply by being in the presence of others that you are that you are better off. You still have to walk into every situation in life with a higher consciousness. So if you're being civil and respectful and nice when you're at work or you're at some integrated group 
where you're somewhere else, but you're not that way when you're at home, when you're not that way when you're at the masjid. It's because when you're there, you're being civil not for Allah, but for those people. And when you're at home or at the masjid, you're not being uncivil for the sake of Allah, you're being that way for your own nest. Until we take our hearts and we place it at the bottom of the list, we understand that only by lowering them, by lowering ourselves, will we again ascend this Will Allah lift us up? Then we will always be struggling to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unfathomable 
uncomprehensible creator of the heavens and the earth. They hope in Him because they know that He has promised His creation in the Rahmati Sabaqat Qadari. My mercy has outstripped my wrath. And they fear His punishment because they know that He, being the one who created them from nothing, has power over all things that they do. And this shows that when you come to this realization, that you operate in life with the love of God directing you, then nothing can stop you. With your heart connected to Him, out of your love for Him, then nothing can hold you back. But at times, even when we're traveling towards a direction, even when we're on a straight road, we switch lanes, right? To avoid things in the path, to maneuver. So at times, we make a little harder on our hope and love. Because we know that we're sinful. At times, we bank a little harder on our fear of a father. Because we know that we'll be held to account. All the while, directing ourselves in the same direction towards Him. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. This idea of worship is not only restricted to the prayer that we do, fasting that we engage in, our hajj, our salah, our charity, or anything else. But it is also directly related to those things that we don't do. How we regulate ourselves and our own souls and our own actions. And there are two keys here. One of them is allowing the worship of Allah to make us embody the best of emotions and the best of character. Allah says, and the servants, the slaves of Ar-Rahman, the most merciful, they walk with humility in the earth. And when ignorant people speak to them, they say, peace, sad. They don't engage in the negativity, but they direct themselves towards their humility to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in themselves, they don't engage in the negative, and they direct themselves to the positive. And your Lord said, Call on me, I will answer you. Indeed, those that are too proud to worship me, then they will enter Jahannam, they will enter the hellfire debased and humiliated. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from humiliation on the day of judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from amongst his slaves that work, that walk in the earth with humility. Well, I'll give us victory over our enemies, both Satan and our souls and our, and our evil desires. Well, we have indeed wronged ourselves greatly. And if you do not have 
forgiveness of us if you do not have mercy upon us and forgive us, then we will truly be at loss.